Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. Now let's get on with the show. Goodbye, Meghan Markle. It's like you were never here at all. You told the Queen that you were off via a conference call. And now alongside Harry, you're gonna campaign for climate change. So you're leaving the UK on a private plane. And it seems to us you're restarting life in Canada in the spring. You've stolen the artist formerly known as the Prince. We're sorry the press broke you, but was it racism? What would Diana have said? I'm behind you, Megan. Following Kate was tough She was always so perfect But you were American Which, let's face it, didn't help When you ate avocados All the papers had to say Was that led to murder And they drove you both away And so it seems to us you're restarting life in Canada in the spring. Then maybe later LA if Trump doesn't get in. We would have liked to keep you, Harry and the kid. Maybe not Prince Andrew though, we all know what he did. Goodbye, Meghan Markle, we will miss you over here. Although if Megxit is like Brexit, then the whole thing could take years. Goodbye, Meghan Markle, maybe we'll never know the truth. What happened with your dad? And will you go back to suits? Cause it seems to us you're restarting life in Canada in the spring Fuck the British people and fuck the Queen We would have liked to keep you, can't we start again? Cause Canada might be nicer but you know it's freezing Cause Canada might be friendly, but 
You know it's fucking freezing. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I sound like I'm shouting into a cave. <laughs> Hello. Is Anyone anybody there? there? That is what podcasting is like. Happy 2020, everyone. Yeah, happy New Year. We actually have already said... Happy New Year. You can never say Happy Twice. New Year enough. <laughs> but we said it when we last recorded, but we were faking it because we were still in 2019. We never fake it. <laughs> I do nothing but fake, <laughs> fake it. it. Anyway. <laughs> but um, this time we're actually in 2020. We are. So um, what I want to know first and most importantly is, because we, um, we ironed out our New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. And what date is it now? The 11th. How are you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Um, how am I doing? So yours was pawn, if I remember right. Yeah, no, it failed. <laughs> Which day did you Completely crack? Completely so failed. I, f- I cracked on my birthday. So that's the sixth. Yeah. Oh, you almost made it a week. I know, oh. I almost made it a birthday week. Birthday doesn't count. You have to give yourself yeah. a little present. Oh, okay. It was a nice little present. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely. To myself. So then have you just kind of abandoned the whole project? Well, you know what? Because my birthday's early Jan, I always try and... I, I always say, like, I don't start till mid-Jan. So I have to, like, take my birthday couple of weeks out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing my final birthday thing tonight. So then... God, you've dragged this out. Yeah, I've dragged this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worth it. You've got to have a birthday week. Thank you, mate. started with a birthday treat to yourself in bed <laughs> and then finished a week later. Um, <laughs> yeah, so once, once this is over with, then I can start my resolutions properly. And is that still the main one? Still the main one. I'm going to try, I might try and do alcohol. I'm a bit fed up with do it. Do more alcohol. <laughs> do more alcohol. I'm really going to drink more in 2020. Yeah. It's just like not quite <laughs> enough of a wreck last year. Yeah, I managed to keep a job. It's my... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I might try and reduce alcohol. But no, yeah, porn failed already. How about yours? So yours was alcohol, right, for January or not? Alcohol and veganuary. veganuary. And I've Ve- been doing both. Okay. But I think it's... um. I think it's been quite a benefit, actually. This is very, very boring, but doing two things, because it's like, I think they distract you from the other thing. So okay. I haven't really noticed, usually, if you see me in January, I always do dry January, and I'm always like one of those annoying people. Like, after three days, it's like, <laughs> like, not able to cope and just acting like a complete fool. But yes, so now we're 11 days in, and I'm not really craving a drink, and I'm not really craving a steak. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, um, I think I've, it's been very lucky for me that, I've done it, the first time I've done it is the year that it seems that every single chain in the world has started doing a vegan menu. Yeah, m has got the whole plant kitchen. Yeah. and inter- <laughs> Plug for m and there. We- <laughs> there are new sponsors. Not just any sponsor, an m sponsor. And like McDonald's, Burger King, everything. So anyone who thinks vegan's healthy, it's really not. I've managed to find a way to make it even less healthy than before. Have you tried but Burger King? I haven't tried that one, but that's one's caused controversy because oh. it's... Um, cooked with the meat and it's oh, yeah, and it's got mayo in it same. so the actual patty is vegan but they um they've got non-vegan mayo and it's cooked with oh. beef so a lot of people complained about that one yeah. but i think the kfc one is corn the mcdonald's one is beans dippers and yeah i just had a piece of bread with avocado on from Pret. it was disgusting but so, aren't avocado oh. no avocados aren't vegan what Yes. Am I going mad? It's literally yeah. labelled as vegan in press. No, they are, they are. 
It's a, it's a vegetable. But I think they're just... No, like, but isn't there something about how it's grown or something? No? Am I going mad? What, grown in a cow's ass? I don't understand. <laughs> maybe, some, <laughs> maybe some of them aren't, like, ethically grown that way. Maybe it's the ethical. It's, maybe it's not it's vegan, you're right. But they are vegan. Oh, yeah, because in all this furore, which we'll get to about... Um, Meghan Markle. One of the things I read. This is related to avocado. It is. What? <laughs> everyone's been saying that the press is what have driven Meghan out, and they've been listing all the awful things that the press have said about Meghan. And one was blaming her for war in the world because she promoted avocados, and apparently avocados are unethical. I didn't read on to find out what the reason was, but. I think there I think is we're onto something. Well, I don't think we've unearthed it. <laughs> ah, this uh, is like panorama. This show. <laughs> well, we're starting this year as we did last year, which is going way off topic. But let's start with our first letter, which is um, tied in nicely because it's actually from the Duchess of Sussex herself. Oh my God, all the way from Ooh. should we say former Duchess? Yeah, of Sussex. all the way from Canada. All the way from Canada. Let's see what it's a boot. So <laughs> let me try and do my American accent. Dear Ed and Charlie, it's me, Megan. Jeepers, what a week. Seriously, I had like zero clue that this was going to go all so crazy. When I suggested Taz that we leave the royals, I kind of figured it would be a low-key type decision. God, she's illiterate. (laughs) I mean, come on. The world is on the brink of war and Australia is burning. Why does anyone care what I'm doing? But since everyone went totally nuts, now I'm thinking, was this the right decision? I was worried about being a royal was holding me back from bigger and better things, like doing cameos in a Justin Bieber video. But now they're not. Now they're talking about taking my title, not even inheriting money when Prince Charles dies. I'm like, uh oh, was this a mistake? <laughs> so listen, have you guys ever made a big life change? Then wondered if you made the wrong decision. Yours nervously, Megan. <gasps> oh my God. Wait, what was the thing about Justin Bieber video? She was in a Justin Bieber video. No, she wants to be in one. This is um. <laughs> How did that come out? I've literally just found out at the same time you did. <laughs> no, um, I don't think she really does. I think we're all just speculating as to what she is hoping to achieve outside of the royal family. Oh, okay. I think she's got those big dreams. I think she, apparparently she's already lined up a role uh, doing voiceover work for Disney. Okay. Still for charity. Um, yeah. She can't, I don't think she's ready to be like releasing music videos and films yet. But yeah, we, oh were God. you gagged by this? I was gagged. I was gagged. And I, as you know, I'm never usually interested in the royals. Yeah. Despite the fact they keep writing into us, which is getting borderline annoying. (laughs) But um, yeah, this was a bit like, because I think we must've talked about this before, but Harry is a different kind of royal, isn't he? Yeah, he's cheeky. He's gone rogue. Even people who don't like the royals, like me, usually like Harry, because he got naked, he's done controversial things, he seems like someone you'd want to go out with. You know, all the best (laughs) stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a bit of, it felt weird when, to hear that he'd be leaving. And it was, the whole country feels like, well, not the whole country, there's a big division. A lot of people's initial reaction is to blame Meghan. Yeah, she's getting it in the neck. And then there's a lot of people defending her, saying she's had a really rough ride. What is your take on it all? On Megxit. <laughs> Megxit. Megxit means Megxit. Do you think they get, do you think they get leaving drinks at the Royal Family? <laughs> I don't think the Queen shares her drinks. I think she likes them all to herself. <laughs> oh. So dramatic. They're on a face-to-face summit today. I know. It's, it's, it's the g- four of them, isn't it? Queen, Charles, and Will's... And Harry. Yeah. No, and Harry and Will's. And then would Kate and Meghan not be there? Meghan's on the phone, apparently. She's dialing in. (laughs) Genuinely. It says she's dialing in. I'm doing voice self for Disney. I can't. She is. (laughs) Why she's turned into Gemma Collins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like she's on the conference call. Oh, my God. Kate's not. She's not. 
She's above it all. She's above it all. It's annoying for Megan to have to do all this after Kate, who's just been like the perfect yeah. princess. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess the crown. I don't even. I thought the crown was quite boring, but this series, when it happens, is going to be amazing. It's going to be so dramatic. Are you joking? What do you mean? This is a joke. The crown. The crown's a joke. No, but they're actually going to address this. They will. Oh, wait. but they're. I they aren't they in the like fifties? No, but they'll come up to present day in a few years. Yeah, it's modernising, like, yeah. But each I thought, I thought each new monarch. series is a new monarch. So where are they now? New monarch. Oh, it's I, Elizabeth, isn't it? There's only one monarch. Oh, yeah, I ke- I've kept thinking the, the crown was... I've never seen it, but I kept thinking it's, like, set no. in the history, but... No, yeah, it is, it's but it's coming yeah. towards... It's coming closer and closer to us. Yeah, they've got a couple of their songs. So you think they'll actually... Maybe Megan will play herself so, then? Yeah, so it'll catch up. It'll be, like, a few series time, but by, like, series eight or whatever, it'll come up to present day. But I think I read somewhere that the producer said, like, oh, by the time it reached modern day, we would have, the show would have finished. Yeah, I think, to too, I think this is too juicy. They can't, they have to do it. Who would play yeah, Harry? Money, money, money. Who would play James Harry? Norton. Yeah. He's ginger hot. He might be a bit old by then, but Apparently yeah. Apparently he's going to be Bond. Do you think so? Well, I read it. I'm not, but he, he would make sense. So if he's that famous enough, is he? I mean, if it was Daniel Craig. But usually what become... about Taron Egerton? I don't see it for him. I think he's too short. <laughs> I'm not Mystic Meg. That's I don't why I it. don't see it for myself. No, Taron Egerton oh. is amazing. I love him, but yeah. I don't see a Bond there. Oh, and okay. plus he's already done Kingsman, which is almost like a oh, Bond that is, parody, I forgot. isn't it? Yeah. So I just don't. I don't see it for you, Chicken. But we have to. Sorry, sorry, Taron. We've decided. <laughs> <laughs> who else would need to be played? So who could play William? Who's balding? Steve McFadden. Steve McFadden. <laughs> um, Kate could be play- Ooh, Kate could be played by what's her name, Natalie Portman, although she's American. Yeah. Or Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway would be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to be the producers on this. We do. But we have to properly answer. Meg's Sorry, question, Megan. We're just being annoying. Because she yeah. wanted to know: Have you ever felt like you made a work mistake, like something you regretted, or a big life change? A big life Don't change. Don't podcast. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> meeting Ed. Um, I did have a bit, I've spoken about before with my brief stint in IT. I used to work in IT. Well, I could see why you'd regret it. <laughs> Are you really good at computers? No, I didn't even get my GCC IT. I, I failed D. it. That's it was really hard. <laughs> not the last hard D I got. Um, yeah, why did you do that? So I left unit and I wanted to go into film and TV and I just couldn't get my foot in the door. And then... Um, I just went for this like consultancy, IT consultancy, because, um, why did I go for it? Oh, I don't know, I just went, uh, yeah, I thought I'd apply and try and get on, and it was like this fancy grad scheme, and I managed to get on, and then I was a technology consultant. You are the type of person who would see something shiny and just run down yeah. the street after it and end up in IT. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a computer street It was just a series of luck, of like, I went for the, I had a, you have an online application, and I had a phone interview, and my phone interview was this gay bloke, who later told me when I got the job, he was like, I heard I, you were talking about gay stuff on the phone and I thought I'd give you a leg up. Oh, <laughs> a mouth up, I think. I know, so like, it was like that. And then when I went for the interview, I was chatting to this, uh, this woman and she was like, she's in South Woodford. And I was like, oh my God, I used to work in Waitrose in South Woodford. And I was like, I probably served you turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so we started talking about Waitrose in South Woodford. And I think that's why I got the job as well. And how long before you left? So I was there for like, no, I was there for like a year. I don't know, this is this one point, right? I, it was my job. I was working at ITV. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
they have like an Indian call center for like IT help. You ring up the Indian call yeah. center. I was the one training the Indian call center guys on how to fix stuff. So I would, ha- I would <laughs> have, the, I, would, the I would have these conference calls. It's like twenty Indian guys, all with like PhDs in computer science, mm-hmm. and I'd have to go like, all right, everyone, turn your laptops on, <laughs> <laughs> and I would just have to sit there and teach them. Oh my days! I once got caught literally by the, I was at client site, and the client caught me googling how to make a pie chart in Excel. <laughs> and then I was just watching a YouTube tutorial on how to make a pie chart in Excel. And I was supposed to be the IT expert. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Nice one. So, so I was there for about a year. And then um, you get presentation training, like how to present and pitch. Mm-hmm. It was in Essex in That's this hotel. That would be useful for you. Yeah. And so, was it, and they were like, do, do a presentation something you love. And so I did it on cinema. I think I did it on, yeah, I did it on cinema. Did this presentation. It wasn't about like what you're talking about, it's just like your technique. And then it went really quiet. And my friend, Lesbian Louise, she, she just went, why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> I actually snogged that night. Long story. Oh, you snogged a lesbian? Yeah, Louise. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of crap went down there. It did. My friend, and, my friend Andrew got a handjob on the dance floor in front of all the senior managers, which was hilarious. <laughs> Someone could slip on that. That's dangerous. Health and safety. Um, yeah, so I did a presentation and then Louise just went, why are you here? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, why are you in this company? You clearly have a passion for something. Why are you in this company? And you're Googling how to do a pie yeah. chart. <laughs> and then I, it was like a light bulb moment. And then I ran back, I was in a hotel, I ran back to my room and I cried and I called my dad. And I was like, dad, I'm quitting my job. He's like, whatever you want to do. And then I went in to work into Watford the next week and I quit my job with nothing to go to. And did you have a wobble afterwards where you're like, I don't know if I'm making the right decision or was it I did. Do you know what? So I've done this, so that was the first time, literally. And then quit that job. My last day was a Thursday. Friday morning, I don't know why I started looking for jobs. Because I know, sorry, my plan was to go to India and find myself. That was the plan. Mm -hmm. And then the Friday, literally the next day, I was like, I'm just gonna look for jobs. And there was a internship and the, uh, the deadline was midday and it was like 11 and I was like, oh crap. So I quickly like typed one up, sent it in. 10 minutes later I got a call like can you come in for an interview on Monday <laughs> went in for an interview on Monday got the internship which started that week and then did that for three months and then got a job from that for two years so you never got to find yourself in India no I never went to India and found myself I'm you still out there all your old friends I'm from the out. call centre <laughs> it's Bye. me <laughs> can I stay with you I'm still out there in New Delhi um, <laughs> yeah but sorry it worked at that time the second time I quit I didn't then quit that job with nothing to go to and then I was unemployed for like four months and that's when I, that was hard yeah in and out of, of universal credit in and out of jail in and out <laughs> did a lot of temping in HR but I always say to people when they leave a job like you will get a job quite soon for most people unless you're gonna literally just wither away and die um but so try and enjoy that period as much as you possibly can because when I left my job I quit uh when I was working at a national newspaper and I went to go freelance there was never really that period of like searching for an actual job but I decided to give myself the treat of spending the month afterwards in bed watching Sex and the City from the beginning to the end which takes a long time to do and I swear to god all that time when I've seen so many people just have to left a job going did I make the right decision should I be worried I was in bed watching Sex and the City thinking even if I never work again it was worth it for this (laughs) (laughs) because I just loved it so much I was like in bed just watching it like 
there is nowhere else in the world I would rather be than right here, right now. <laughs> and that, my advice, is for Megan. Okay. Watch Sex and the City from beginning to end. In bed. See what a good actress looks like. Oh! Oh! And enjoy yourself, because you may never work again. I mean, did they, she really work anyway, let's be honest. But and in terms of the royal family, because they're pretty much crumbling now, my advice to them from a PR perspective is, I think what should happen is Prince Philip should die... <laughs> and that like brings them all together and they're all like, oh, now we're united in grief. And yeah. then they can like start again. The thing is, if he died now, you don't get the blame. I'd get the blame. <laughs> you would. You would directly oh, get the blame. Oh, they blame Megan. and They Harry, blame like, Megan. Stress. Yeah. I mean, oh. is he even, I know he's like not dead. He's even conscious. Is he even really alive anyway? <laughs> we all saw that picture. It was like, it was like a scene from Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. Did you watch that? I started watching it, yeah. That first episode was... And I overuse this word, but electrifying. Oh! And then the third episode was. I've heard it not. I've heard it's nuts. The third episode. It goes into the modern day and it gets really weird and rubbish. I know he's on Tinder. Is he? Yeah, my friend texted me, sent me a screenshot. Is he gay? Dracula. No, the actor. No, I'm talking about Dracula. Oh, Dracula's on Tinder. They've created. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, PR yeah, created a. <laughs> I got really excited. Oh, wait, what? Dracula's on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think in the third episode he. That must be very brief, but yeah, I think he meets some... No, the PR, I've set up a, a profile for him on Tinder. Oh, IRL. So, yeah, so if you go on Tinder real life, he'll come up as a... And he's like, it says 353 or whatever. <laughs> it's very funny. Good PR people. I was watching it thinking, if I met him and knew he was a vampire, I would still grab him. <laughs> Even if he's going to kill you. Yeah, I'd just go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. But we... yeah, don't die, Prince Philip. No, we don't want you to die, Prince Philip. We just think it would be Because we know you're listening. It'd be a good look right <laughs> you're now. You're on your deathbed. He's you're deaf. Like, give me the Ed and Charlie show now. I'm going to go out in style. Um, but our next letter is from a comedy legend. Oh, me. No, <laughs> from Ricky Gervais. <laughs> he said, Dear guys, things are a bit awkward for me at the moment. I'm cringing harder than when, bring, when binging The Office. I almost said bringing The Office. See, I hosted the Golden Globes for the last time recently, and let's face it, I smashed it. Fact. But now a lot of the Hollywood A-listers I took the pee out of are being off with me. I considered many of them my peers, but they can barely look me in the eye. Have you ever caused an awkward situation at work? Please help. Love from the entertainer, Ricky. Did you see I just spat across the room then? <laughs> it is. Lovely. It's like erotic. <laughs> was. <laughs> Sorry about that. I usually swallow. Um, so have you ever, it's more work related stuff, but have you ever caused an awkward situation at work? I guess you might not want to say anything at your current job. Job. Well, this would be a good opportunity for you to talk about the snog with lesbian Louise, I think. (laughs) I think that needs more detail. Was it awkward? Well, the thing is it got upstaged by, by Andrew. By the... Getting. Did he do that as a favour for you? You're like, listen, I've snogged a lesbian. Can you please do something <laughs> Can you please to... please distract? Like when Phoebe takes her top off when yeah. Monica's drunk in friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he that was he's a distract. I can't do it in front of everyone. A oh, face is in Essex. Oh, my God. With, a, with another bloke who wasn't out. That was his first ever gay experience. You are joking. Was that on the dance floor? Was everybody very, very drunk? Yeah. But, like, not like... They knew what was going on. Oh, my God. What was the song? <laughs> shake it up shake it up it was mad <laughs> that's what happens when you go faces um yeah no, i remember snogging lesbian louise i wonder what she's up to now was right in lesbian louise was that on a work night out that was that a, was the same so, that's the same work night out yeah so she's a lesbian you're gay was it like a jokey thing or were you actually in the moment i think it was literally just no one else was she, she quite had no masculine 
No, she's quite feminine. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, she, it was... Um, I think I think it's the only person... Oh, no, I have gone home with someone at work. On my leaving due mm-hmm. of my previous job, I did go home with someone from the counts. Because <laughs> <laughs> you needed someone to do your tax I was so <laughs> drunk. And we were making out in bed, and then I was like, I'm going to throw up. And I ran to the bathroom. Was that bad? And I threw up, and then it it was so chunky, <laughs> it wouldn't go down the plug hole. Oh my god! So I was using the other side of my toothbrush, to like push the chunks down. I hope you that way. <laughs> push the chunks down the plug hole, and then lit, and then went back into the room. I was like, so where were we? And <laughs> <laughs> did you carry on? <laughs> we did carry on. Oh my god! Grim, grim. And then we both went into work the next day. And that was your last day? Uh, was that my last? Yeah, I think that was my last day. At least day. you're on your way out. I know. If you're going to poo where you eat. See how well I'm doing it, not swearing. You are. Um, mine was um, not as bad as that, but it was the one it, when I worked at the same newspaper where I did most of my mortifying things. Um, I don't know if I would have talked about this before, if we ever discussed Secret Santas. No, I, I don't think we... This. We had a Secret Santa and there was a straight man at work who got me in it. And um, the issue started when... I thought that our work's Christmas night out was um, going to be a dinner and then getting drunk afterwards. So I got there early and had a few drinks and waited for everyone else to come for dinner. And no one came. And then they, what I, no one had told me was everyone went home after work because I wasn't in work that day, got ready and then came out. So by the time they arrived, I was already wasted. And then they were like, no, we're not eating. So I was drunk, drunk, drunk. And we started doing Secret Santa. Everyone's just getting a bit merry and I'm already like paralytic, snogging, oh, lesbian Louise level drunk. <laughs> and um, I get my Secret Santa and I open it up and it's um, a load of Disney figurines. Okay. And I am not a huge Disney fan. Like, yeah. I, I like a few films, but I'm not. And I'd only just started this job for a few months and I was so drunk when I used to get a bit Jekyll and Hyde drunk, where I just threw this massive tantrum and was like, this is homophobic. I don't like Disney. Is this what you think of me? That I'm just one of those gays who just loves Disney and just threw this big tantrum. And like everyone was horrified because I was like basically the new person at work. And then like people coming up to me like later in the night while I was stumbling around being like, are you okay? He's like, and I was like, no. I'm like, and then for like the month, basically the rest of the time I was in that job, which was another couple of years, I had to live in the wake of my secret Santa tantrum and like the man who I worked with was just like giving it as a nice present and he was just like horrified that he'd messed up so badly (laughs) and even like years later when I saw him he's still like apologizing for it I was like let's just not mention it I think I think I accept some of the blame for that situation (laughs) (laughs) oh my days that was very very mortifying um, so we can relate to what Ricky's going through but Ricky killed it so he should be proud of himself even if he's you know what I didn't I preferred his previous attempts. I didn't actually watch it. I read the jokes when the news articles reported on them. Yeah, I, I, I like some of his jokes. I know I think the previous times I prefer. Yeah, I think to me the golden, um, what's it, the saying? The golden, not globes. Yeah, the golden the, globes. But the golden Shower? example. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the pee. Um, was Tina Fey and Amy. Oh, yeah. Polar? Yeah. Polar. Yeah, so I don't think he'll ever live up to that. Um, can we play a game? Yes. What do you think it's going to be? Is it Hunting Wong? Yes. Yay. And we've got the theme tune for it now. Hunting Wong, Hunting Wong, Charlie, can you guess the song? 
<laughs> what is that the theme tune of? Nick Knack Paddy This old man came rolling home. What's the song? This isn't the game, but I've just realised I've just played. I've got Farrah Jacker in my head. It's not it's for Farrah Jacker. Oh, somebody please write in. This is going to really bug me. Yeah. Where's that song from? Oh my God. Well, that's going to have to be next week's one. But this week's is this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Wait. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh wait, I know this. Um, um, only you. Yay! Well done, that was very good. But do you know the sad thing? What? I only, I don't, who sang it? Because I only know the Kylie Minogue James Golden version. Oh my God. <laughs> that is, that is offensive. That is an act of homophobia that you just said that. that who? It's fine that you don't know the original, but is that the first time you heard the song was them? No, I know that no. song. Like it's in the office. In so, the office, is that why you chose it? That is why I chose it. So my hunting ones are always referenced somewhere in the episode. Oh, so if you're confused. You. Layered, to, layered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not that I'm trying to be like a riddle. It's because I can't think of a song. So I just look back at the letters and then do something. <laughs> Who's um, it by? So I always thought it was originally by the Flying Pickets and covered by Alison Moyes' band, what they called Yazoo. They're not called Yazoo, are they? Yaz. Yaz. Oh. But then recently, because I do spend a lot of my time, because I'm cool, like reading old Wikipedia pages for songs that I like, I think I found out that the Yaz version is the original and the Flying Pickets covered it. And their oh. version is the one that's kind of a cappella in the background. Like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And that's the one that went to Christmas number one. So it gets played a lot on oh. Christmas. And that's why Ricky Gervais, I assume, chose it for the um, oh. Christmas oh. special, which was their last episode. And that's why it was on Carly's Christmas to... album. Yeah. So I didn't so... quite understand that. Oh, okay. So it's kind of exists in that world of like, stay another day where there's no Christmas in the song, but it's seen as a yeah. kind of Christmassy yeah. song. But I love that song. It's so good. The Yaz version, Alison really? Moyer. Yeah. Big up to you. God, I've never said big up to anyone. Big up to Alison Moyer. Oh, and we have to do to 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 the moon, to the moon, to the moon. Come on and take me away. To 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 the moon. And it's a really good one this week because Moon is wearing something amazing. Can you? Hi guys. Oh, so show us the t-shirt vest. But the thing we really want to see is something else, something longer than that, longer and thinner than that. I'm talking about his scarf. <laughs> oh, so your t-shirt is, is it gray or white? And it's, it's gray. And on, off white. And on black print, it says the cats of downtown. Charlie, you'll have to take this. Reykjavik. That's in Iceland, isn't Wait, it? Wait, is that a band? Yes. No. It's, it's a city a, in Iceland. It's a, um. No, but I mean, the cats. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, um, is it? Then, yeah, this is, was my, my uh, friend brought it from Iceland for me. But wait, so it's, it's referencing actual there. cats. It's. I think they're, they're like a, they're, the they're musical? Like a brand out there. Oh, okay, it's yeah. a brand. That's right, like an Icelandic uh, fashion label thing. I thought it was a band called the Cats of Downtown Reykjavik. That is too long a name for a band. Th- is that the Boontown Rats? <laughs> it is. <laughs> but then I don't know if it was like, oh, then it was just like talking about a literal, there are well, some it's, cats. It's very <laughs> cool. I like it. But um, the thing that Moon had today that was most fabulous is a scarf. From the Lady Gaga tour. <laughs> do we have any um, Icelandic listeners? Tell us, please. I'm, we do have from Norway. I know that's not Iceland, but is that near Iceland? Hey, Norway. 
I know. Yeah, we charted in Norway once. A few charted. Times, yeah. We're top forty. Oh my god, we're top forty oh. in Norway. I think we were top fifty, but <laughs> almost top forty. <laughs> oh yeah, Moon's got the scarf out now. It's in. It's a black scarf with pink writing that says Lady GG. We all know that stands for Gaga or Gay Gay. And then two images of her on either side. Where? Which era would that be from? Fame Monster. Yeah. And then green frills. The green Wait, is this, this is an official merch, is it? He got it from her tour that we were oh, all at, God, but not yeah. knowing each other. Oh. I'm trying to think if it's official or not. It must be. I've never heard yeah, of yeah, herself is, referred is, to as Lady Gigi. Yeah, yeah, no, official. I haven't either. It's quite weird. Oh. It was from is it a sweatshop? Uh, <laughs> unless she says, oh, you can sell that at my concert, I take a cut, but she didn't actually approve it. Because, yeah, I would have got it on her official stall. Yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> not, not cool I had an image there of, like, her Lady Gaga running like a market stall. Like, free for a pound. <laughs> Get your scarves. <laughs> I've got some... The goss I've heard through the grapevine. <gasps> is it about LG6? Gossip is that Gaga is headlining Brian Pride. Really? Don't quote me. Well, you I know can't reveal my sources. <laughs> <laughs> that is so exciting. Don't, don't reveal, I can't reveal my sources. It might be Chinese whispers, but those are the whispers I've been hearing. <laughs> of the Chinese variety. Let's see. <laughs> oh, that is kind of, it would make news. sense, because they're out, she's they're due. They did Britney. They've done Britney, done, and she's due for new music. And if she is doing it, she would have a new album. She wouldn't just and come here. And she's not doing Glastonbury. This is the best news I've had all year. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. It's not been two weeks. <laughs> but all I've been doing is eating corn and um, drinking water, so. But yeah, I can't, to be fair, I don't have much evidence to back that up. Just little whispers in the wind. Even if you turn out to be wrong, the hope you've given us is the best <laughs> gift of all. Yeah. But from wonderful news to awful news, because now we're going to have a listen letter, although this is a very good one. It's actually our first ever... <gasps> that makes it sound exciting, more exciting than it is. Oh. Update. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's someone Whoa. who's written in before. Whoa, you was Don't not prepared for chairs. that. Yeah, I hope you're sitting down for that so one. So I'm going to have to keep it anonymous, <laughs> but a lot of people... Um, responded to this letter. Is it about the poo one? No. Oh. It was about the balaclava guy. Oh, okay. People were very invested in it. So I got in touch with him and told him we'd had a good response. And I asked him for more details because we'd raised a lot of questions discussing it. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to give us a bit more tea. So he says, Dear Ed and Charlie, thanks for reading my previous letter about the balaclava man on the podcast. Podcast? You raised a lot of questions in your discussion, so I thought I'd give more detail. Hope that's okay. First of all, you talked about the balaclava as if I could see his eyes and mouth, at least. This was not, in fact, the case. What? His balaclava had full coverage, so I couldn't see any part of his face. (gasps) We even kissed over the mask, which was very weird. That's not cute. I did find out more about him, though. The last time I saw him, saw his in inverted commas, he was opening up a bit more and told me he works at a gym but wouldn't say which one. He says he's very discreet and seems to be afraid to come out, but I got the impression he might take off the mask at some point in the future if I was to keep seeing him, but that the lights would have to stay off. (laughs) He almost took it off last time, but got cold feet. Needs a balaclava for his feet then. Um, But to answer some of your queries, no, he's definitely not famous. His flat was too basic. And also for extra detail, in case it's relevant, he... I don't know if I should read this, it's quite rude. He likes foreplaying me almost to the point of climax, then asks me to stick it in him and finish. Is that too rude to include? Mm, We didn't swear. Um, um, To conclude, should I see him again? Should I see him? Anon. <laughs> um, oh, this is really bizarre. 
It is. I see, see, I already have more questions. I should have asked them when I had him. But um, Although I'm, I'm just, getting a kind of sense, it could be really romantic. Really <laughs> yeah, it's done a bit of a turn now. When I'm he, seeing them as when like he a tortured takes, soul. When he finally takes it off, it's quite a romantic end of a film moment. Yeah. When they finally connect and he takes off the mask. I just don't understand. So obviously he is really scared about coming out, but like, why does he care about coming out to someone that he doesn't know? Who he's having sex with? I know, maybe he just thinks if anyone knows. But like, he already knows where he lives. So if he really wants to find out, he can find out. <laughs> he can just camp outside. <laughs> yeah, look for the buff guy. Do you know what? I felt funny that he could be asking for on Grinder, mask for mask, because he wears a mask. <laughs> but, um, yeah, do you think that I was going to say the guy's real name then? Anon should keep seeing this guy. <laughs> I want to, yeah, because you've got to get his mask off. Yeah. This so, is a challenge. He's I mean, thrown down the gauntlet. You've got to rise to it. Anon has, like, been saying as if I feel like he might take off in the future, which clearly to me, the subtext is he keeps asking him to take it off. And he keeps saying, like, <laughs> one day, one day. And he must have at some point said, one day, but we'll have to keep the lights off. I'm like, this is very... Oh so, like, you can just go up to him in the dark and, like, touch his face like a Lionel Richie video or something. It's just bizarre. But I... Same as you, I think you should keep seeing him. Yeah. Mainly because I want another update. Yeah. But um, could, do you think love could start like this? I think so. Love's found in weird places. We Kissing found love... over a balaclava. We found love in a hopeless place. In a homeless place. That's <laughs> about my love life. I just, I just find it weird. And you get loads of thread in your mouth. I wouldn't want to kiss over them all. That's quite weird. No, you just kiss the neck if they're covered in mask. And also, this man must be struggling to breathe. <laughs> Why do you even have balaclavas with no mouth hole or nose hole? I don't know. Maybe it's just like for a... Um, literally for burglary. It's like a tea cosy. I guess. Well, I'm sorry we can't be of more help, but I, I remain intrigued by this. I do. Um, and I think that... It'd be a good way to end the show because we're almost to the point of climax, which clearly he likes. <laughs> but, um, we, yeah, we've gone on long with this one, haven't we? But we had a lot to catch up on. But um, yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Keep and writing in, celebrities. Celebrities and plebrities. Please keep writing in. Celebrities. On Monday, we're going to be reviewing um, AJ and the Queen. So if you guys... Is that right? Yeah, the new RuPaul show. I know it's called Age and the Queen. I'm just trying to think if I've got the chronology right. Yes, it's Monday when this goes out. Um, so if you guys haven't watched the show yet, binge up. So binge, binge up. up. <laughs> <laughs> binge up. Binge up at the Edinburgh Binge Festival. And we will... Um, that was like a Miranda what, what Hart joke. It um, it's on Netflix. We, we're going to be reviewing the first two episodes. <laughs> silly. I know. And then... Um, yeah, you have that to look forward to. So we'll see you Monday. And as ever, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.